never a dull moment when it comes to Marawa Sports Worldwide and the guest that uh, he's been having in the studio over the couple of years. Let's now go into cricket because a new broom is indeed sweeping clean at Cricket South Africa. Now, following what has been an impressive fairy tale record of bringing the winning culture back to the Halford Lions, Cricket South Africa announced the appointment of Inokungwe as the interim director of the Proteus. Yes, that's the title. Director of the Proteus for the upcoming T20 and Test Series against India starting on the 15th of September. The tour will consist of three T20 internationals and three Test matches. Now, in his first season as mentor, he has actually led the franchise to two trophies, the Cricket South Africa T20 Challenge and uh, the four-day franchise series. And of course, in addition... He also saw the Jersey Stars to the inaugural Mzansi Super League title. Now, on the line, we've got uh, sports journalist Smoo Gamchigeli. So, Smoo, good evening and welcome to the show. Good evening, brother. Thank you for having me on the show. So good to be chatting to you, my brother. I mean, first and foremost, what do you make of this uh, new title change, you know, like a coach now being called a manager in cricket in ah, South man, Africa? I think it's just... <laughs> <laughs> Look, uh... I, I, I worry about the, the the federation that is cricket at the moment because it's going through a whole lot of changes. And uh, the name change is not just a name change. It also means that they've uh, merged the team manager and the uh, head coach role into one role to make a super kind of director of cricket kind of uh, role then that, that sits on top of the team uh, director role. So it will take a while to get used to, but um, it's kind of like what uh, football has at the moment, you know, in Europe where you get the manager and Mm. then you get uh, various trainers, which is what they call them in the Dutch leagues, you know. So I don't know if it's going to work. I don't know if it's going to change much as far as we know in cricket. All we know is that if you score more runs than the other team, you win the game. I think that's what people are mostly interested in. The titles don't really matter so much. Yeah, the titles don't matter as long as the results are forthcoming. Now, you know, Enoch has been and he's had a stressful season with the Halfelt Lions and some like Herschel Gibbs have gone on and criticized the appointment, basically saying that Enoch had one season and he got given the job. Do you think that's fair? Look, uh, under under normal circumstances, um, I would say it was probably I would say it's fair if 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 say there wasn't so much uh, more experience um, with the equal caliber kind of results. And uh, by that I mean I'm I'm not discrediting Enoch Ngwe's coaching uh, career at all. Um, he was. He did get his uh, his opportunity to first coach at uh, at the Gauteng Strikers, mm. and then he went overseas for a while. and And you know, it's tough in South Africa to get coaching opportunities. So wherever he gets a coaching opportunity, I think a person ought to take it. Uh, anywhere around the world, we know that former Titans uh, head coach Rob Walters coaching in New Zealand. We've got uh, Pierre Joubert, who used to be a tax. Uh, coaching overseas. We've got all sorts of cricket coaches. Uh, Mickey Arty has just left Pakistan now. He mm. was a former protest coach. So going overseas is not, not a bad thing. But he did come back. But he inherited a well 
oiled machine in the Highfield Lions from Jeff Toyana, mm-hmm. who unfortunately, because of the lack of the security surrounding the the protest job, he couldn't turn down the, the, the opportunity to coach Northern. And I don't know if he has an exit clause or not. I haven't spoken to Prajef about it, but I'm sure in the clause, if the protest came knocking, I'm 100% sure that Northerns would release him to coach protest. And Jeff had an equal start as as Enoch as far as domestic trophies are concerned. He also won two titles in his first season and finished off with four trophies in five seasons uh, at, at the High Fall Lions. And uh, he did it after eight years that the Lions hadn't had a trophy. Uh, so when you think of uh, who the, the the respective coaches, what kind of teams they inherited, it's chalk and cheese. Mm. Uh, Jeff Toyana didn't inherit a four-time winning franchise team. He inherited a team that was barren. Uh, I think the one blight on his era was really the the, the match-fixing scandal that took that took place um, uh, behind his back. You know, he trusted senior players such as Tamito Lekile, uh, uh, Pumi Matikwe, uh, all those guys, uh, Lono, uh, Lono all, all those mm. guys uh, that eventually copped bands, Alviro, Peterson, you know, for, for so many guys to be found to be bending match-fixing rules or sport-fixing rules in his union was a blight. But success-wise, coach-wise, coaching-wise, you can't you can't look past Jeff uh, Jeff Toyan and for him to be overlooked like this, yeah. it, it kind of sours it a little bit. Not that I'm not happy for Enoch. I'm ecstatic for Enoch. I'm I'm happy anytime a black African coach gets an opportunity with only six franchises and one national team. It's a great thing that Enoch has gotten the opportunity. But let's not forget what Jeff's done in this country, and uh, I don't want his history and his contribution to be erased. Aha, uh-huh. we are talking to Spoom Chigeliso right here on hashtag MSW and we're talking cricket because Enokungwe has been appointed as the director of the Proteus on an interim basis when it comes to the national team. And of course, you're welcome to contribute to the conversation 089-110-2000, 089-110-3377 and of course, the voice notes are also open 60 584-2250. Now, Spoo, I mean, uh, you've sp- spoken quite a lot about Jeff Toyan actually doing quite a lot of uh, good work in terms of when he was with the Lions as well. I mean, um, when it comes to experience uh, with uh, quite a number of circles uh, criticizing the appointment of of Inokunque, I mean, you look at uh, the likes of Mickey Arthur as well as Russell Domingo. They actually also didn't have much experience on the international stage when they got the job. Mm. Yeah, look, I mean, in, by that score, then you start to bring in Mark Boucher into it because mm. he's also won trophies at the Titans, hasn't he? Yes, and he's yes. coached longer domestically in, 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 at a franchise level than Enoch. Um, I mean, look at Lance Klusner also, you know. So it's it's... I don't want to isolate this and make this about Enoch. Just on a principal basis, mm. what is the what was the modus operandi? Like, uh, also, I think for me the biggest blight, in fact, is the fact that Malibongwe Maketa has been overlooked here, mm-hmm. and he was the assistant coach to Otis Gibson. Granted, they didn't the protests didn't make a good showing of themselves at the World Cup, and uh, but you know failures and successes fall on the head coach. Uh, that's that's the unfortunate part of it, and and I don't think 
Mali Maketa should go down with with Otis in in this because Otis is the one that decided not to have a bowling coach to take bowling to himself. Mm-hmm. Otis is the one that had a heavy reliance on on a four pronged pace attack uh, of of Gidi, uh, uh Chris Morris, Kachis uh, or Rabada, Dale Stain. Uh, and I can put in the uh, Dwayne Pretorius as well as maybe the fifth uh, cog. Uh, but, you know, it, it's Otis that, that must take the fall for those guys then being picked even though they were injured. Um, you know, we, despite that heavy, heavy reliance, it's Otis who, who, who got rid of um, batting coach Neil McKenzie mm. uh, and then brought in his old uh, Dolphins mate, Dale Bankenstein. That's, those are Otis's decisions that led to the ultimate failure that we saw at the Cricket World Cup. I don't get why Malibongo Maketa will then, therefore, uh, be hung with the same noose as, as Otis Gibson, right? Uh-huh. So I think he deserved at least maybe to co-head coach this this team with Enoch at the very least. But the best you could have done would put Mali Maketa as, as, as a, a team director and Enoch as his assistant. That would have been the fair thing. Uh, Mali Market is 38 years old. He's coached at the Warriors at franchise levels, taking them to various finals where, unfortunately, they fell short. Short. In fact, in the season that uh, the, the, the approaches called him up to be Otis's assistant, the Warriors then went on to win a trophy. Mm. So I don't know if he can claim that or not. But, you know, he had a good record at the Warriors, um, despite not, not, not winning trophies. He made, I mean, I think four finals where they lost to the Titans, Mark, Mark Barcher's Titans every time. Um, he's, he's been Richard Pybus' assistant. He's been Matthew Maynard's assistant, all at franchise level. He's been Pete Porter's assistant, all at franchise level. The only other head coach job he had prior to being Warriors head coach was being Northern's head coach. So I don't know what he has to do to to buck this trend of him being overlooked for, for head coaching jobs. So... It's about time we start looking at Malibongo Maketa as a real head coaching prospect. Well, I mean, by the sounds of things, it sounds like the queue is actually pretty long there because, I mean, you've counted quite a number of people from Malimaketa to Toyana. And, of course, I mean, there's also the likes of Mickey Arthur, Russell Domingo there, uh, Mark Boucher also in the mix. I mean, just looking at the protest, you know, do you think it's a poison chalice? As be- Because, I mean, at the current situation, you're looking at the side, that is on a low. Experiencing, uh, you know, having to take on India. And then there's also going to be England and Australia on our shores as well. And, I mean, uh, this it really, really, it's uh, going to be quite a, a massive task there for Mr. Mkwe, don't you think? Yeah, it is. It is going to be. It's going to be a huge task. But um, I think, I think the uh, only problem South Africa has on the cricketing front is um, it's player personnel related. I think we're the only we're the only country in the world where our best player doesn't want to play for us. I can't, I can't imagine Virat Kohli um, the year before the World Cup retiring from international cricket. Mm-hmm. I can't imagine Emma's Dhoni retiring from from international cricket no, the year before all. the World Cup. Chris I can't Gale. imagine Kane Williamson mm-hmm. uh, retiring from, from the, the, the New Zealand national team before the World Cup. I can't imagine Steve Smith, mm-hmm. Erwin Morgan, Joe Root. I can't imagine these players who are living great. Mm. I can't imagine any of them. Hashim Amla walking away from the national team a year before the World Cup. So that's our problem in South Africa. And, and Enoch, I do wish him the best. But most importantly, I hope he gets the support he needs. 
from the senior players and some of some of the best youngsters that are coming through and making a name from the, for themselves. He's already shown that he's given uh, Rusty Van der Dissen a chance. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rusty Van der Dissen, I could say, was outright his best player last season. Won him games. But you expect to see a guy like Reza Hendricks, who missed out on the World Cup, only just, you know, to an Aiden Markham. To, to come into the fold. He, he was also one of the Zanzi Super League uh, uh, players of the season uh, for, for Enoch in that wonderful, wonderful Josie Stars team. And you know what I would like to see? Yeah. You know, crafty guys like Nono Pongolo and Malusa Siboto. Mm-hmm. Crafty, crafty, hard guys to get away that actually won trophies with and for Enoch last season. I, I want to see those guys and see what they'll be able to do if they'll bring in a new dimension. We're too one-track-minded as South Africans. We like to bash it up, give it pace. Yeah, we've got the best fast bowlers in the world in terms of Lumin, Idi and Rabada. But where's our next dimension? Where's the next gear? What happens when those guys start going for runs? Mm. There's no more Imran here now. And and t- t- uh, Tabrez Shamsi hasn't had enough game, you know. Uh, 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 who's going to be our twin spin option with with Tabrez Shamsi? And how many games have they played for the approaches of late? You know, so where where is our batting spinner? Everyone in the world has a, a Shakib Al Hassan, a batting spinner. Mitchell Santner for for New Zealand, a batting spinner. Uh, uh, Ali mm. more Ali or for England, a batting spinner. So. These are the dimensions I want to see from from Enoch, and he he has shown the 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 the, the skill as a coach to give guys like Nono Pongolo not quick, mm-hmm. not quick by any means, but very effective uh, in terms of putting a, a batsman under pressure. That's what I would like to see. We're in conversation with Spoom Jigeli, so a sports journalist, and we're talking cricket. Inokungwe being another director of the Proteas on an interim basis. Now, Spoo, with Inok, what should he do? What is needed for him to do if he wants to clinch this job on a permanent basis? Ah, yeah. Spoo, are you there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm here. I'm sorry. I think I interrupted you there a bit while you were mid-sentence. Not a problem. I'm saying when it comes to Enoch, I mean, what does he need to do to, if he really wants this job on a more long-term basis, what should he do with this opportunity that he's been given currently? Well, it's uh, it's a very difficult position to be in because he knows for a fact that uh, it's a temporary setup and uh, any. Anyone that he brings or anything that he changes, he 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 knows that it, they they could be out the door uh, quicker than than you can say uh, England tour in December. <laughs> so, but at the, having said that, he's got the inside lane. He's he's, he's got the ear of the CEO Tabang Mure. Yeah. Um. He will he will have a chat perhaps with uh, uh, President Chris Nenzani. He will definitely be in the corridors at Cricket South Africa, maybe speak to the acting director of cricket, Corey Fansale. He will have um, definitely a head start uh, with whoever might possibly uh, covet this job as well. Definitely Enoch has got one foot in the door. And uh, for me... It's a, it's tough for him. It's going to be tough for him to go to India and try to get uh, a, a result in the subcontinent. We were walloped three uh, nil uh, the last time we were there on 
on dog tour pitches, um, uh, on pitches, on pitches where I wouldn't even plant cabbages, let alone play cricket. <laughs> so it's not a cabbage uh, pitch because you wouldn't even plant cabbages I on those pitches. I wouldn't even plant cabbages. <laughs> That's how bad they are. I would not even plant cabbages. So yeah. uh, tough. Uh, you know, if it's, if it had a, an easier uh, start, I guess uh, it might have been easier on 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 the powers that be to to make him a shoe in. But also, this then proves a medal. There's no Hashim Amla. Mm. There's no Dale Stay. There's no uh, uh, Imran Tahir. There's no JP Dumini. It's a rebuild job. So whoever comes in needs to be hungry. So he needs to then exploit that hunger in the players and, and express hunger in himself as well for this job, for a new and, and, and bright future for South Africa. Yeah. And, and it wasn't long ago that South Africans were unable to play in the subcontinent until a certain Hashim Amla came and scored the most hundred, the most runs, the, the highest average for South Africa ever mm. in Asia between 2007 and 2014 when South Africa were unbeaten on the subcontinent, which is insane if you think about it. Um, so we we have that gene now. Hashim Amla, Dale Stain, the most successful uh, uh, bowler, the most successful uh, uh, fast bowler uh, uh, playing away from home in, in all of history. Um, so we have we have that DNA in guys like Dale Stain and Amla. They've left it behind for the Rabadas, the Ngidis, uh, the Aiden Markrams, the Reza Henry, those guys that will come in and and now make the Proteus badge their own. Uh, of course, being led by by Fafto Plessis, who maintains his captaincy. So he needs to exploit the hunger, uh, the newness. Take advantage of this newness. Give us, give us uh, maybe a, 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 a Zubre Hamza uh, uh, from the Cobras. Maybe give us a Yanaman Malan from the Cobras. Maybe give us. A Snetem Akeshile from the Warriors. Yeah. Give us a Luto Sepamla from the Warriors. Um, find us a gem. Find us some somebody new to fall in love with. You know, renew the hope that died in England during the World Cup. Yeah. And uh, the, the, the canvas is blank. Um, and the only way up is for the Proteus, the only way is up for the Proteus now. Um, it's, a, it's a no-lose situation, but he, 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 can, he can win out of this. Is he allowed to bring in uh, his own team, to select his own teams in terms of a batting coach, a bowling coach in the works? Yeah, yeah. No, he's been given the license to select his own um, support staff mm. um, in, in that regard. So I don't know who he might want to bring in. Who do you because, think he should bring uh, in? Uh, Lance Kluzner batting mm-hmm. for me. Lance Kluzner batting as well as mentoring. Lance Kluzner is... is <laughs> He's done it all in South African cricket. He, 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 I read a piece that lauded Kluzner. Kluzner, they said, was the reason why there was T20 cricket. Kluzner changed cricket as we know it. If, if we were um, uh, 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 like the American sports, we would be rating Lance Kluzner up there with the, the Jordans. Oh, really? uh, of, wow. of the NBA. Yeah. Uh, that's, how, that's how powerful Kluzner was in the in the one-day overs game. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's too long of a conversation for me to, to go through it bit <laughs> by bit. But, but Kluzner is the kind of guy that commands respect. Bring in Makai Antini. You've got fast bowlers, don't you? Yeah. Bring him in. Bring him in. And he was the fittest cricketer in his time. Right? 
And what did we do when we went to the World Cup? We went with a glut of unfit players. Hmm. Makai Antini was the fittest cricketer in his prime. He was the fit, fittest cricketer in the world. Not even Shane Bond, not even James Anderson, not even uh, Glenn McGrath, not even James, uh, uh, Gillespie in, at, at Australia. None of those fast, great fast bowlers were fitter than Makai Antini in his prime. Hmm. So these are the guys I would love to be involved in the Proteus setup. I know there was clamoring even from Kevin Peterson that um, the old uh, players uh, must come back and get involved. He's right. He's absolutely right. It's a matter of which ones. Which ones can add value? Yeah. I know he wants Jacques Callis and Mark Barcher there, but will they add value? So that, that for me is a critical part. And then when it comes to spin? Spin bowling. Ah. Mate, I, 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 I actually don't even want to think about it until we have a batting spinner. For me, we need, we need a Shakib Al-Hassan. We need a Mitchell Sankna. You, you can't be a spinner alone in this country. To bring in, uh, or if we want to improve our spin bowling, uh, I think we need to separate those two duties. Maybe bring in a Saklin Mushtaq. Mm-hmm. Uh, from 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 overseas, the, the old Pakistan uh, very risky bowler, um, and then you you'll definitely need a, a quality quality batting coach to upscale our spinners so that they're not just there to to spin the ball. We need more batting contributions from from our spinners. All right. And then uh, lastly, I mean, what should happen with the captaincy situation? I mean, should Faf actually keep his job? We've lost too much um, institutional knowledge. It would be foolish for us to let go of, of Faf Duplessis as well after losing some of the greatest players ever to play cricket. It would be remiss to throw the, the baby out with the bathwater. Keep Faf um, for as long as he's able to score the run. He is the current Cricket South Africa Player of the Year. He did uh, score, the I think, the second most runs after Rasi Fandedison at the World Cup. Uh, if not the most, he did get South Africa's only 100 at the World Cup. That's that's what I'm sure about, which was against Australia. A little too late, but um, there's a player left in FAF, and there's a leader in FAF. Let's continue uh, until the foreseeable future. Let us not do the typical South African thing, uh, which is uh, when, when you spilt wine on your rug, you burn the entire house down. That's what we do in South Africa. Let's not do it this time around. Smooth, thank you so much for your knowledge and your insights and your time this evening on MSW. We'll be chatting to you soon again. All right. Cheers, mate. Thank you so much. That is Smooth Chigeliso, sports journalist extraordinaire, talking of all things cricket. Today we heard that Inokunkwe is now the director of uh, the Proteas. Not a coach, but the director of of uh, the protest there. That's the title that has been put forward. Well, for myself, Lelomzak, that's been a fantastic week that I've spent with you and we've had quite a lot of fun. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening and thank you so much to the team as well here in studio for helping uh, me and guiding me and helping uh, us uh, to actually put together this uh, wonderful show.